This special Mother's Day episode of Colin Can You Hear Me is brought to you by Stan Makita's Donuts, putting the O in donut since 1992. Stop on by to try any of the 50 donuts offered, such as Bavarian Cream, Apple Crumb, Chocolate Glaze, and the Stan favorite, the Jelly Cruller. Visit stanmakitasdonuts.com slash ccyhm for a 25% off coupon. For North America, this is Colin. Can you hear me? The show that tackles your questions in an ongoing quest to find the answer. Now, here's your gingerbread host, Mike Schaefer. Hey, Colin. Sorry I'm late. Uh, we were just recording a special Mother's Day episode to celebrate our moms and our sisters and, and wives and, and all the other mothers out there. You see, it occurred to us somewhere between the Mule Deer episode and the one about Tecmo Super Bowl that we wouldn't be able to have these conversations if it wasn't for our moms. So this episode is dedicated to our moms with a story from each of us to share how much they mean to us. And I'll start things off. For Mother's Day, I want to share the most important story about my mom, uh, the one that really resonated with me uh, then when it happened, and still now uh, when I share this story, it was a real learning moment and something that I, that I can appreciate, and I'm sure I will um, pass on down to my children as well. So this was a few years back. I was 20 years old, so it was about a month before my 21st birthday. I was born in January, so that meant that it was December, and I was home for the holidays uh, from college break or on college break. And we were at uh, a friend's house um, playing some cards, um, having a few drinks, and I was 20 years old. So technically, I, the law said I, I couldn't do that, um, and it was illegal. But I was 20 years old. It was a month before my 21st birthday. It didn't, I didn't see any problems with that. So we were, you know, not doing too much. It was a pretty relaxing night, and uh, the neighbors uh, were playing some loud music. We decided we wanted to see what they were up to, and it was a, a couple of girls. I, I don't even remember who they were, um, sort of what they were doing, but they were playing cards too, and we decided to join them. It seemed like a great idea. After a little while, evidently, the music was too loud, and the police were called on the scene. And this was something I'd actually never had any experience with. Uh, one police officer wanted to let us go and just say, you know, it's, it is what it is. They're not really causing any harm. The other one appeared to want to make an example of us, and so he did. And so those of us who were uh, underage, which I think was all of us, got minor in possession tickets. And 
at the time that was uh, where I grew up it was a fine uh, not too much and really not not much on your record there there wasn't much beyond that but for me the the principle of it seemed to bother me that that here we were causing no one harm and I had to pay a ticket I, I got the minor in possession I and uh, that bothered me it seemed to me I didn't understand uh, you know why it was a it was a question of why and this and I was younger and the principle of it really bothered me even more then than it does now. And I told this story to my mom. You know, she knew I got an MIP, um, as we called it. And I told her, and I was honest, and I explained what happened. And, and the thing about my mom is she is a very laid-back woman. Um, she's not one to really overreact to things or, or get too carried away. And so something like this... At this time in my life, I was nervous, but I, I knew that she would at least um, have a conversation with me about it, which I appreciated. Um, I really expected her to take my side on this, which is the funny part. I really thought that uh, she would have an issue with how it was handled by the police, and I was wrong. And I was pretty angry about the situation and unhappy. And when I tell my mom this story... I'm very confident that she is going to take my side, that she's going to have an explanation about why it's wrong, and she's going to support me, and we're going to be both be in agreement, and it's just going to be justification for my, my the problem I have with the principle of the whole situation. I'm very unhappy. I'm telling her this story passionately, I'm just explaining this doesn't make sense. I don't understand how this is a problem. I'm just sitting in a house, having a few beers with some friends, causing no one harm. It's not a problem. These, these cops are really overstepping their bounds. I don't get it. And for the first time in my life, uh, she very matter-of-factly asked me two questions. Uh, first, she says, uh, well, were you drinking? And of course, I answer, well, yeah, of course I was. And then she says, are you 21? I said, no, but and she goes, it doesn't matter. She goes, you were drinking. You're not 21. So you have to, you know, pay the consequences. And that was that. And I was speechless. But that that principle, that issue I had with the principle of it, it sort of fizzled away. It disappeared because I got it. You know, it just it came so naturally, so matter of factly that that I just understood. Yeah, you're right. I probably shouldn't have been doing that. Honestly, I I wasn't all that angry after that. I thought it was a really, a really powerful learning moment and something that I still carry with me. So thank you, Mom, for teaching me responsibility and how to take ownership of my actions. So to my mom, uh, the most hardworking person I know, uh, just a matter-of-fact way of going about work and, and uh, having a strong work ethic, um, who taught me how to be humble and to have manners and to treat people the right way. I want to say I love you and, and happy Mother's Day. And before we get to Ben's story about his mom, I'd like to add a quick happy Mother's Day to both of my sisters, Nikki and Stephanie, both mothers themselves. I love you guys both. Uh, happy Mother's Day. Next up, Ben Webster with a story about his mom. Take it away, Ben. What's up, fellas? What's up, listeners? Welcome to Mother's Day edition of Colin, Can You Hear Me? 
want to give a shout out and happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there, especially Miss Schaefer, Schaefer's mom, Mrs. Stowe, Warren's mom, Mrs. Potter, Colin's mom, for tracking him down all those times we needed to find him, and my mom, Kathy Jane Webster, or CJ Dub, as I have nicknamed her about five minutes ago. You see, guys, CJ Dub is very important to me, obviously. A large part of who I am is from my mom, from who she is, and how she raised me. So I thought I'd just chat for a few minutes and give you a glimpse into CJ Dub and my childhood. CJ Dub required a lot out of us as kids, but she did it in a way that felt like it was normal, that like she wasn't requiring things that other parents weren't. Um, she gave me a lot of culture and a lot of perspective that I wouldn't have had in my life before how she raised us. In fact, for someone who doesn't have kids, I'm actually super judgy of all other parents because I think that my mom did it the best and I judge everyone according to how uh, she raised us. I guess I'm a little bit of a mom snob in that respect. But let me just give you a few few examples. Uh, I think you guys know this, but my mom required all of us kids to be involved in music, heavily involved. It wasn't a choice in my house. You could pick your instrument or pick your music, but you had to play at least one at all times. I think it was like around in the third or fourth grade when you my mom would first come to those kids and say, now it's time to choose which you will play. We all had to play piano for a year. That's no big deal. I was in the band for my entire life playing trombone. That's not too unusual. But most people don't also know that I played the cello for a very long time. Drop that in a conversation when you're at the Y playing basketball or out in the town with some folks. Just throw in there, oh yeah, I used to play the cello. No big deal. It's a pretty cool conversation piece that I have just because of my mom. In fact, I can carry a tune and keep a beat only because of my mom. And that really, I think, is a neat thing that she did for us kids. Um, another thing that mom required of us kids was she always required us to have top grades in school at all time. And I know that most parents do that, or at least they think they do that. And most kids think their parents require that, but they don't really. In my house, it wasn't really an option to get less than an A, but somehow my mom made us think that that was really the only grade that was, that was out there. There wasn't another grade out there, and that was a normal thing. I remember specifically when I came home from my first semester of college, I came home with like a 3-4 or something like that. It might have been a 3-5. I was pretty proud. I had a bunch of Bs on there, but I showed my mom, and I said, you know, look it. I got these Bs in here, but this college, this isn't high school. It's difficult. These are hard grades to get. I remember my mom looked at me and said, I'm not paying for you to get Bs. College is not hard at all. You will do better. Go get As. Don't come back without As next time. And I thought about that for a minute, and I went, you know what? She's right. I'm just not trying very hard. Uh, but that's the kind of thing my mom did, and she just worked it in uh, so so effortlessly. You know, she was doing things like feeding us organic food before it was cool. I mean, how many other kids had to eat granola and things like veggie pizza? At the time, I thought it was a little bit strange. Now it's cool, and I realize I'm healthier for it. Um, those are all the kind of neat, kind of quirky things that CJ Dub worked into my life. But the most important thing is that she is you know, the most selfless and genuinely kind person I have ever known. Um, from the multiple hospital trips my mom has taken me to over the years, you can't, you can't count on two hands or even four hands how many times my mom has taken me to an emergency room uh, over the years. From the, those types of things to like really simple things like, you know, keeping the house packed with all the best snacks that all my buddies liked. I know you guys are familiar with that. All one of my friends would have to do is comment how we were running low on, you know, string cheese or snack pack or something like that. 
my mom would make sure it's hooked up the next time. Throughout my whole life, if you just hint that you might need something, she would be there. She would take care of it for you. In fact, I don't even think I purchased my own socks until I was married. I would just casually let it slip on a phone call to my mother that my socks were running low, and some would show up in the mail, even when I was in Florida. But she is genuinely the kindest person I've ever met in my life and uh, did a fantastic job uh, being my mom and continues to do today. So CJ Dub, thanks for all that you have done and for, and all, for all that you continue to do. I uh, love you very much, and happy Mother's Day. Peace. Thanks, Ben. And we'll end the show with one final story, that from Warren, the proud papa, who is a father himself of two children, which means his wife is also a mother. So he's going to share a story about his mom and about his wife as well. Warren? Hey, everybody. I just want to uh, take some time to say Happy Mother's Day to everybody out there, uh, all of the moms. I want to take uh, also a little time to tell you guys a little bit about my mother. So um, there are stories uh, I could tell, a lot of stories I could tell. You know, um, the main thing is just my mom is just this total, like, selfless person. She always puts everybody ahead of herself and when it comes to her children and now her grandchildren it's like even more apparent how how much um how much she loves all of us and cares about all of us and you know she's pretty cool too you know there's a a mother's day i remember she was actually in europe visiting my sister um and i got a call at like you know midnight or whatever because it's six hours ahead there so maybe it wasn't midnight i don't know but um she was she was pretty drunk i think she had been heavy into the libations and was at some you know cafe in paris or something sipping you know, champagne and, and puffing on cigarettes. And, and, you know, I just never forget that conversation I had with her that night. Um, this was probably five, six years ago. It was just, it was just pretty funny. And it just sums my mom up. You know, she does enjoy her time with us now that we're grown up. You know, her time was spent taking care of us. You know, she left her, she left work for all the girls. She went back to work when, um, kind of I was, in grades, late grade school, you know, and the, the girls were old enough to take care of me and look after me. So, you know, she's really, you know, just like all of our parents, she's really worked her butt off and I'm happy that now she's taking the time to, um, enjoy the time with us in our grown up lives and especially, um, hang out with our grandchildren. So, um, you know, I love her to death. I think, uh, Webby and, and Shafe, I think we're pretty lucky. You know, I know your moms very well because we all grew up together and, you know, they're, they're top notch. Um, we all are very blessed when it comes to that. I also want to talk about my wife because, uh, of this group, I'm the only one right now that's, uh, that's a da- uh, dad and, and my wife is a mother, obviously. Um, you know, she's the same way. It's just this weird, like, transition when a woman becomes a mother. They just, I don't know, I think they're always nervous, or a lot of women are nervous, like, oh, I don't know how I'll be, but it's just this thing inside of you, um, and she's just so great. She's, she's patient, you know, 
same thing. All she cares about is is the kids. I'll never forget like when Imelda was young and we were walking. Um, she was so worried about the sun getting on Imelda that she was like walking in front. The shade was up first of all. So there was really no sun on Imelda, but she was walking like in front of the stroller, like trying to zigzag back and forth to make sure that her shadow was on Imelda the whole time. And, you know, I was joking at, at the time because I watch a lot of, like if a nature show's on, I watch a nature show. That's just the type of guy I am. So I was trying to narrate like, you know, Morgan Freeman or some English dude, like how the mother human was shadowing her, her offspring with her shadow so it was it was funny but you know that's just the type of mom dawn is and you know she's just great and you know when you have a kid and all of you that have kids you'll you'll know this you you realize what like love really is when you have a kid because there's no two people I love more than my daughter and now my son who we welcomed into this world you know uh, a week and a half ago um it's just this crazy feeling. And I actually feel guilty that I haven't called my mom more like in my lifetime because I think about my daughter going a couple days without, like I think about going a couple days without talking to my daughter when she's in college. And it's just devastating to me to even think about that. So, um, you know, I love my mother, uh, tremendously. Uh, I love my wife tremendously. They're amazing mothers and I can't thank them enough or thank all the mothers in the world, um, for just being kick-ass great people. It's, uh, it's pretty cool. So, um, happy Mother's Day to everybody out there and, uh, hopefully we'll get another podcast up here soon and I will talk to you later. Peace out. Thanks, Warren. So that's our episode. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there, including our moms. I wish we could be with you today, but we can't. So this is the next best thing. Recording a podcast, telling you fun stories. I hope they're fun to you about how much we've learned from you over the years. Happy Mother's Day. We love you. To our sisters, to our friends who are mothers, to everyone else out there, happy Mother's Day. Have a great day. Skidamarink-a-dink-a-dink, skidamarink-a-doo, I love you. Skidamarink-a-dink-a-dink, skidamarink-a-doo, I love you. I love you in the morning and in the afternoon. I love you in the evening and underneath the moon. Oh, skidamarink-a-dink-a-dink, skidamarink-a-doo, I love